Hey, hey, everyone. This is the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. been on a lot of calls lately where people want to start dating, but they feel ambivalent, a little confused. A lot of people are scared, especially during this time. And then I'll hear, you know, I think right now I really just want to work on myself. I'm not ready to date. I need to fix myself before I get back out there. And to that, I say, But what if I told you that working on yourself is working on your dating life? It's not separate. And personal development doesn't have to be a deadline, okay? This is a common story. People who either have been hurt in relationships, they often, you know, turn on themselves, turn themselves off. You know, they decide they are utterly flawed and the work is all theirs to do. And now with COVID, it's even easier to use the crutch of self-development route and excuse, you know, that to avoid getting hurt or rejected. Remember, Sometimes what you want is also what you fear, so it's easier to stay where you are and read a bunch of books, listen to a bunch of webinars and podcasts. Of course, I want you listening to my podcast, but you get the idea. It's a, it's a good idea to explore hurt. It can help us understand why we think, why we feel, and behave the way we do, and it's healthy to be up for learning and changing. But you are not a project. And you can work on yourself as part of the dating process and make you the best version of you possible. There is no such thing as closing the file on yourself with a grand flourish of, okay, that's it. I'm done working on myself. Now I'm totally good to go. I can go back out and date because often that just really doesn't happen. So I started working with a client who was at first really excited to work on her dating life. She hired me. We start working together. And then COVID hit and she started, you know, kind of losing the motivation. She told me, and I think it was even after just the one or two sessions, I think I need to put all this stuff on hold. So she was just going to take a break. And she said, I don't think I can date right now. I'm just not feeling good about the way I look. I don't have any good pictures to put up on the dating apps. Also, I'm just really busy at work. I just don't have the time to work on this stuff. So instead of allowing her to shut down, I said, all right, why don't we just renegotiate your goals? Why don't we look at your mission statement and really set an intention around that? So we came up with a list of goals more around self-love, having a more positive body image, expanding her social life, and was even open to learning how to flirt. So we put that down as a goal. What I didn't share with you yet is that she had very little dating experience and she was scared to death to talk to the aliens, AKA men. So a lot of this refocus on quote unquote, working on herself for her was to disguise her fears and keep her safe from rejection. So I told her to not use the word dating in her mindset and instead really focus on feeling better and gaining confidence. And she was relieved. She's like, yeah, that sounds really good. And I gave her a set of tasks to work on. And 
we did a virtual makeover and I taught her about her body type and the colors that flattered her skin tone. And that included brighter colors because she wasn't used to wearing brighter colors. And I told her to wear some red and pink and really work on being seen. And I picked out some dating looks to help her feel more sexy in her body and in her clothes. And then I selected three dating looks and we scheduled a photo girly day. And so, you know, people are getting really creative today. Not everybody can hire a photographer, especially now, but she had a friend that I had her reach out to and say, okay, you're going to pick just a day to get all pampered and you can do your own hair and makeup, but just have the intention of getting dolled up so that we get some really good pictures to use. And I want you to see yourself differently than what you are seeing in the mirror right now. So besides that, I had given her resources to study around motivation. We mapped out a plan that created balance between her social, personal, and work time on her calendar. And we even instituted a regular exercise routine, which I held her accountable for, that included meditation and yoga to really help her slow down and feel her body because she was so in her head. Everything was in her head, even like the way she was going at, you know, the self-help stuff. So... We did a ton of limiting belief and self-love and motivation exercise to build that confidence muscle. And before she knew it, I, I feel like it was a matter of six weeks. She actually used those pictures to put up a profile. She lost weight. She was finding more time for herself and even started practicing conversing and flirting with men online. And, you know, to that, she told me, oh my gosh, I... I can't believe how good I feel. And she was actually talking to men and she didn't even realize how she got here. But but what she came to understand is that self-development kick that she told me that she was going to do when she was going to put herself on hold really wasn't working on herself. It was a disguise because it was all theory without really doing anything in action. And it was just an excuse to keep her insulated from fears of rejection. So you see, working on yourself is working on your dating life. You just need to have a plan so that you can work on yourself as part of the dating process and make you the best version of you possible. And this is really important because you can learn to build your confidence and improve your feelings of self-worth when you practice these skills rather than it just being a bunch of words in your head from books you are reading or webinars you're watching. You will actually have evidence of success and accomplishment, which inherently will, will increase your confidence. I promise. I see this time and time again with everyone I work with. And remember, Confidence is about experience and positive experience. So if you if you don't give yourself experience and you just remain still, how are you supposed to increase your confidence? And I know what you're thinking, but Kimmy, I'm, you know, look, I'm really not ready to date. I, I don't even want to. I need to heal from my breakup, right? I have to focus on my work. I mean, I've I've heard everything and I agree with you. Obviously, I'm a therapist, right? I believe in healing, you know, from a loss. I'm not saying to put a Band-Aid on it and just skip, you know, working on yourself. And focusing your energy on something like your work or your kids is super important. 
Knowing that healing and focusing, though, is working on your dating life. This is just a mindset because you are looking at what you need to do to be a better dater or a better partner. And the truth is, is that if you don't have to shut down or turn off your cab light either. Like it's not one or the other. It's not black or white. It's still really important that you create magnetism, flirt with life, be around opposite sex because those muscles can get atrophy, trust me. And the more time goes on, the worse it becomes and the harder it is to get back out there. And then if too much time goes on, you feel more fearful of getting back out there and you are more prone to shutting down just like my client almost did and I didn't let her. <laughs> and that is the rabbit hole. It's hard to climb out of. So invite, I invite you to ask yourself, are you focusing on stuff just to keep you protected from your fears and not really putting any action around that? Or are you really doing things to work on yourself? Because if you are, great. You're on the right track. But I see nine times out of 10, that's really not the case. So working on yourself is working on your dating life. You just need to have a plan so that you can work on yourself as part of the dating process and make you the best version of you possible. So I want to give you some tips around how you can do that, working on yourself while remaining in what I call a dating mindset. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean flat out dating in the sense that you're thinking of. And that's actually tip number one. I invite you to replace the word quote unquote dating with just being social. You know, sometimes that word, and I've talked about this before, but this is really crucial when you're getting into this mindset might freak you out. It might make you shut down. Like the thought of you sitting across the table to someone in the opposite sex. And, and now we're not even, you know, so much allowed to go and sit across the table with someone, just even thinking about a Zoom day can be more daunting. And maybe you're not ready to go out on formal dates, but that doesn't mean you can't talk to the opposite sex and be around their energy. I mean, even saying, if you're a woman saying hello to a man in the grocery store, if you're a man, even, you know, saying hi online, it's really important to not shut that down. Okay, so that's the first thing. Number two is focus on your strengths. You know, when you're in a state of stress or depression or whatever you're going through, it's really easy to focus on what's not working, what is missing in your life versus being grateful for what you have, really looking at your strengths and all the things that you love about you. Now is the time to focus on and really hone in on what you like about yourself versus what you don't or what's not working. You know, what did you like about yourself when you were in the relationship? What what did what were you really good at? You know, when you look in the mirror, who do you see? And what do you love about your body? And I know some of you are saying, well, I don't like what I see. And, and that's where you start. Okay, I get that you don't like what you see, but can you find a silver lining? Can you find one thing about you that you really, really love and just start there? and highlight it and emphasize it. If it's only your eyes, fantastic. Get a great mascara. I just discovered a really awesome mascara that I'm obsessed with <laughs> that I'm playing up my eyes because when you have your mask on, that is something that everybody sees, you know? And so play that up. 
when it's been a while, it's easy to lose yourself. And especially if you've been in like a discontented relationship situation, you may have spent a lot of time trying to make them happy at the expense of your own needs. So take the time to write down all the things you bring to the table, like make a running list. And my clients know this who work with me. I have them keep what I call a brag book. And every single day you brag about yourself, say something that you love. You know, if you went through a breakup, think about back to those times when you first got together. Was there a time that you were vibrant and fun? What were you doing to be that person? Get back to that person. Okay. So that's number two is focus on your strengths. Number three is rediscover your passions. Like, do you remember all the activities you used to enjoy before you met your ex or before when you were actively dating, or maybe there was a time in your life, it could have been high school when you were just having so much fun, just bebopping around, being in activities. You know, if you have been in a a couplehood for a very long time, a lot of times you just kind of fall into what each other likes to do which means sometimes giving up the things you enjoy. So now it's time to dig up those things that once made you happy and get involved in those things again. Perhaps they're hobbies, places that you like to go, road trips, extracurricular activities that you couldn't do before, or you just kind of you know, forgot or it fell off. Reconnecting with your passions will help you find the things that make you happy. Focus on yourself and even meet other like-minded people. I remember um, <laughs> after my divorce, the uh, just a funny thing because my ex did not like sushi. And I, I'll never forget the first time I walked into a sushi restaurant and thinking how free and happy I was ordering sushi. Now, I know that sounds really crazy. And you're probably thinking, well, why did you just go get sushi for yourself? But, you know, again, you just kind of fall into meals together, you know, and I just kind of forgot about that part. So again, it's those little things that can be really refreshing and also doing things that maybe you haven't tried before, but you secretly always wanted to. Maybe you wanted to do like a photography class or write a book or, you know, whatever that is, do it. Okay. Number four is slow down and focus on the present. Okay. Yes. I see this all the time. Don't worry about getting into another relationship right now. Take the time to get to know who you are. Think of it this way. You're running a marathon. You want to get to the finish line. You cannot sprint the whole way. You'll hurt. You'll fall down because you're not exercising the muscles. You're not building the muscle or the skill. Rather, you, you have to train and get your body in shape and run at a decent pace and take notice of your surroundings. This is what I invite you to do right now. So if you think you're in that space of working on yourself, you should be building muscle, not racing to the finish line. Too many people get caught up using dating as a means to an end and use dating as a, you know, especially if you're a relationship person. If you have not dated much or getting back out there after a long relationship, don't think of using the apps as a way to meet your next boyfriend or your girlfriend, but really it's more as a tool to meet the opposite sex and focus on connecting. 
Staying present also is going to avoid high anxiety and having too big of expectations because when you set those expectations really high of the finish line, if you meet one person that doesn't fit the bill, you'll get anxious and you will like ruminate and obsess over it. And then you're going to hate dating. I mean, I've seen this happen so many times where I really have to pull back my clients and, you know, they're, they're kind of swiping on all these people and be like, oh, well, this one doesn't work because X, Y, and Z. And this one doesn't work because X, Y, and Z. And they're totally getting ahead of the game. I said, what is your mission right now? And they say, oh, well, I'm supposed to just date. I said, great, because you're turning people down based on looking at them as a potential boyfriend or girlfriend, not as a potential, hey, who are you? And let me get to know you. So if you focus on the present and just work on building those muscles, dating overall is going to be a lot more fun and you're going to learn more about yourself. You see how this thing works? As you're practicing and dating, you are working on yourself. Okay, number five. Practice dating without getting attached. And this is kind of, I'd say, almost a sub tip of the one that I just said, because this is a big one. If you are a relationship person or someone who tends to get attached pretty quickly, this is a perfect time for you to practice meeting a bunch of people without getting too attached to the outcome. And this is where flirting comes in. (laughs) You know, I'm going to say again, the true definition of flirting is to behave as though you are attracted to someone without getting attached to the outcome. So have fun. Have fun. Find your inner child again by being playful. And, you know, avoid the interrogation on the first date by asking 100 questions to see if they meet your criteria for marriage. You know, laugh, share stories, keep it light, ignite passion, make your date want more by showing that fun, playful side of you so that they will want a second date. You are not jumping into a relationship with anyone on a first meeting. So just kick back and have fun. You'll have plenty of time to get to know he or she, I promise. And think about this. How freeing would that be to not worry about a relationship because you're just focusing on having fun and that is focusing on you. This will allow you to stay true to yourself, focus on you and be in that sexy, fun energy. There was a a person um, I had just a free coaching call with and I kept asking her questions and she was so serious. Like I, I could not crack a laugh or a smile out of her. And I finally, I said to her, like, are you pretty serious in general? And there's this big pause. She's like, yeah, I guess I am. I said, yeah, because I haven't heard you laugh once since we were talking and and you know me by now, I, I like to laugh and joke around. And, and she realized that even when she had a period of dating, she never felt it was fun. I said, well, how can you think of it as fun if you think it's serious? And do you know what I mean by that? Like, if you're such a serious person, of course it's not going to be fun. So this is where I always invite people to take an improv class, you know, watch some funny movies, like get in that just happy space. And, And that really is important part of the journey as you're looking for a partner. 
I have a really great um, story that I wanted to share with you because I just got off the phone with her. It's a woman that I've been working with for actually a really long time. She's one of my VIP clients, super proud of her. I'm sure I'm going to have her on the Where Are We Now episodes coming up soon. Um, But she followed this formula, you know, working on yourself while dating formula. And she really had a hard time in the beginning. Um, but we started from the outside. We did the shopping, we did the photo shoots, we got her online and she started dating up a storm. And it's the first time, and she's in her fifties. This is the first time she's ever just dated. And honestly, at one point, I think she had 10 guys in the pipeline (laughs) and she's like, Oh my gosh, Kim, this is so much fun. And you know, she really was learning so much about herself and learning how to set boundaries and learning to say no and, you know, flirting and not feeling bad if she, you know, turned down a guy. And and it was just such part of her journey because she was a caretaker, true and true. And, you know, what, what's been so beautiful to see is how she's moved through the dating phases. I mean, she has been kind of in this courtship phase for a very long time and she's down to one guy. She got down to two guys and now she's down to one guy. And we finally had the conversation. She's like, you know, Kim, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to focus on the relationship. And I I gave her my stamp of approval. I said, you know what? You're out of kindergarten. You're absolutely (laughs) ready, you know, for that committed relationship and see how you feel. And see, this is the beauty of when you don't focus on the boyfriend or the girlfriend so soon is she worked on building the muscle. And because of that, she ended up with now a boyfriend. And this is the beauty of when you do this formula of what I'm talking about. Okay. I have a letter that I want to read you because this is perfect. She's actually a podcast listener. So hopefully you're listening. Um, She says, this is Jordana. And she said, it's been four years since I've even hugged a guy. I know a lot of people out there in that position. I want to date, but I don't. I haven't put decent clothing on in ages as the number one not to do. (laughs) I don't know how to part with my baggy and comfortable clothes. I have no dating experience at all. I was in two longer relationships, but never dated those guys. However, ended up marrying and divorcing them, which I'm not upset about at all, not jaded or hurt. I think the answer is that I don't want to date. I know when I'm not happy with certain things about myself, post-quarantine hair, especially I can't put myself out there because I don't feel like myself, it's much easier to stay in my comfort zone. I can't figure out what I want because I'm happy with my life, but sometimes I kind of want someone else in it. It seems so forced into dating right now especially online. I know the answers lie within, but this message is more so to send appreciation for someone who understands. Jordana. Ah, that's so beautiful. And we did, um, we were chatting back and forth. And what I want to say is I totally get where you're at. And sometimes that's half the battle in gaining clarity on what you want. And, And it sounds like you've become comfortable with your life in certain ways, you know, there, there's parts of it that's really happy, but then there's also part of it where it sounds like there's a little bit of a void. So sometimes what you want is also what you fear and it's easier to stay where you are. This is a classic case, Jordana, of how the comfort zone becomes a crutch and 
it's easier than putting yourself out there again, especially when you are not feeling good about yourself physically. And on top of it, you don't have a lot of dating experience. So for you, I highly recommend the working on yourself while dating model. I think it's perfect for you. And I'd say number one, the outside in approach that I often do with people also is perfect for you. I would love, love to have you focus on feeling good in your body and in your clothes. I mean, if you wanted to hop on and do a virtual makeover with me, I'd rock your world. You would learn your body type and a good sexy dating image for you and picking out some outfits so that you can see yourself differently. And I also would reach out to someone to hold you accountable in getting into like an exercise routine. It could be a personal trainer, um, a friend, and also a beauty routine because you've kind of let yourself go and there's no one really holding you accountable. Ask a friend to have like a girly day with you and pamper yourself. Even in quarantine, there are fun things you can do with your hair and your makeup. I've been doing a lot of like tutorials with people and there's a ton of resources like on YouTube. But the point is, is actually having a day where you're getting out of your baggy sweats and with intention feeling like a queen. Okay. So that, that to me is so clear that you need to do that. Number two, you have got to change your mindset and let go of that word dating since somehow I think it has a negative connotation to you because you keep saying, I don't want to date, I don't want to date, and replace it with the word social. And with that, I recommend going online and just practice talking to men without getting attached. Some of these tips that I gave before really will apply to you. You don't have the experience around dating, which is crucial for you so that you can learn about yourself and not get caught up into the vortex of a relationship and lose sight of who you are and what you want. Let go of the pressure of finding another relationship and instead just Take those small steps to feeling alive and sexy. I feel like you just kind of shut down and let yourself go. Become someone you would want to date because you have the right. You have the right to find love and not wait in fear and be alone. Like how much more time do you want to wait? And that goes for you listening too. Working on yourself is working on your dating life. You just need to have a plan so that you can work on yourself as part of the dating process and make you the best version of you possible. All right. So I hope you found that helpful. I kind of wanted to kick y'all in the butt and I hope I did that with tender, loving care and tough love. But I just think this is such a uh, interesting time right now that we're in and it is allowing us to work on ourselves, but just don't let yourself go and be caught up in that self-development mode without taking action with it. So again, thanks for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. Of course, my name is Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com. And if you want to learn how to work on yourself while dating, if this all seems kind of daunting to you and you're like, oh my gosh, I, I, it sounds good, but I just don't know how, hop on a free call with me. And I offer that to all of you. Just click the link you see in the show, no show notes and you'll book it. And that one call might kick you into gear to get you out of your head and into action. And of course, stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.